Welcome to the BAPS Better Living Podcast. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with us today. Each episode in this podcast aims to inspire us to take a step back from our busy lives and to actively listen to content that can enlighten us towards expanding our consciousness and deepening our spirituality. Listen in and let this episode inspire you. Let it encourage you to have fruitful introspections, and most importantly, let it help you be better and do better. What brings you joy? What do you think of when you hear that question? Some things that may come to mind could be an escape to a tropical beach with swaying palm trees and warm sand beneath your feet. Or perhaps the first glimpse of your partner's smile on your wedding day. You might even think about the excitement on your child's face while unwrapping their most anticipated toy. Or how about the thought of an incoming call for the promotion you had relentlessly worked towards? This question, what brings me joy, came to me in an unexpected way. Recently, I was visiting a local drugstore to hunt for a unique pair of earrings for a friend. And I noticed something that really sparked my curiosity. I approached the second double doors to this unusual venue for purchasing jewelry and displayed on the stand was a magazine cover that was headlined, Find Your Joy. While I rummaged through the large inventory of earrings, I began to ponder this idea from the headline and I wondered what it meant to find my joy What is it that brings me joy and how can I accumulate more of it? I took these questions seriously and I began making a joy list over the next few days. And the first thing that came to my mind was the joy of time, allowing myself a few extra minutes to finish reading a book, finding moments to respond to a friend's text messages, or just reclaiming a few hours to sort and organize my things. Then the thought of the joy of luxury came to my mind. Working from home, having beyond the basic needs of life, being able to purchase things when I needed them. When considering some basic needs of life, something else that came to mind was the joy of a full stomach. A delicious meal like mushroom risotto made from scratch, brought alongside with a cold sparkling beverage. The joy of being present filled me up as I enjoyed some serious cardio car dancing to some of my favorite tunes. The final thing on my list was the joy of expressing myself, being able to unleash my artistic side through painting and decorating the house. But the list didn't stop there. It grew in the months that followed. But as the list grew, I began to realize that while these things did make me happy, They only provided a finite moment of joy. Once I had completed those tasks or those activities, I was often back to my normal mood after a little bit of time. This led me to wonder, is it possible to have both temporary and long-lasting joy? On this journey of exploring this question further, I thought about the deeper meaningful relationships in my life. While co-planning a workshop with one of my colleagues, she shared with me her enthusiasm to maintain a virtual component to her holiday celebrations this past year. 
This was so that she could ensure that those of her family members who were immunocompromised were still able to participate from the comfort and safety of their own homes. I want the kids to have a memorable day with family, even if it's virtual, she told me. She beamed with excitement as we brainstormed themed scavenger hunts, amazing race, and all things fun. Of course, positive shared experiences amongst family and friends can bring longer lasting joy. From planning the event itself, these were memories she would cherish forever. This idea inspired me to be more mindful when planning my next family event. I began reaching out to my family members, creating digital invitations and preparing all sorts of activities, all in a way that would create a transformative experience for everyone. Reflecting on Priya Parker's Art of Gathering, she explores how we meet and why we gather. She explains how better human connections are formed when we give focus to the deeper purpose behind our gatherings. This purpose is what creates increased meaning. To mark, to witness, and to remember. Very quickly, I came to realize that planning this fun and thoughtful environment required considerable physical and mental effort. And yet, it was worth it. If I had learned anything from these past pandemic years, it is that I cannot take the people in my life for granted. And it was essential to find joy and purpose in the effort as much as the event itself to be able to fully invest time in a meaningful way. This was an expression of my love, my care, and my commitment to them. These thoughts are the first steps towards shared joy. So, more longer-lasting joy can be experienced when we go beyond milestone gatherings. I began to take a keen interest in my family. Showing up was essential, but where I had failed to know I began to listen. Where I had failed to understand, I began to empathize. Over time and with sincerity, I began to form deeper relationships with my family. This makes me joyful. This is beyond the experience of a single fleeting moment. Again, as I continue to explore the question, what brings me joy, I wondered how others played a part in my equation of finding joy. A friend gifted me meditation cards for everyday living called May You Know Joy. Once a month with my eyes closed, I would pick a card from the pile. This month's card read, May You Know Kindness. Yes, I hope kindness comes my way, I thought to myself. But coming back to the card a few days later, despite the positive intent of the message, it wasn't really creating a joyful feeling within me. In fact, it did quite the opposite. It then dawned on me. Wait, what if it was I who needed to extend kindness to others? I couldn't rely on others to fulfill my wish of kindness. I had to be the one to give it. It was at this time that my workplace was participating in an Adopt-A-Family charity. We would adopt a family and collectively purchase items to gift them. While purchasing my contribution, I began to have this urge to give more, not for any type of recognition or appreciation, 
but because the act itself was creating joy within me. It was an amazing feeling, this idea of giving selflessly. Kindness, of course, isn't only about giving monetarily or materialistically. When working with students, we often would discuss the value of acknowledgement with a heartfelt smile, how it's a beautiful gift that could be given to anyone we meet. When I extend this lesson to my life, I begin to experience the joys of humanity and friendship. The starting point was to dive inward. Wherever expectations of joy were predicated on the thoughts and actions of others, we must flip that expectation onto ourselves. We can work towards seeing beyond the self and our needs. We can begin giving genuine attention to the people we meet. We can practice providing no judgment and exercise an open mind when interacting with others, be it at the workplace, at community gatherings, and even online. It certainly doesn't sound easy, but we can continually unlearn the me mindset and endeavor towards shifting this innate focus from ourselves to others. By practicing this selfless outlook, we can develop a sense of belonging, a sweet sense of responsibility toward the people we meet. We can feel a part of something beautiful where we have the power to create inner joy. These were some of my first steps to deeper collective connections. This makes me joyful. This is beyond the experience of a fleeting moment. I continued to explore long-lasting happiness and joy and wondered how pouring from a full cup would contribute to it. In a recent conversation with a friend, he expressed how daily workouts were becoming a game changer for him. He spoke about this sense of accomplishment he felt in maintaining this discipline. And while sometimes tough to follow through, the routine had managed to create joy within him. This led me to think about how I could also experience the longer lasting joy of self-investment. I decided to commit to expanding my knowledge base and viewpoints through reading. Committing 15 minutes each evening became a practical investment to better understanding myself and the world around me. I also wanted to achieve a calm and stable mental state through meditation. So I decided to set aside a period of time each morning to sit still focus on my breathing, and be in the present moment. Then for five minutes, about three times during the day, I worked towards completely stepping away from whatever it was that I was doing in that moment and recenter and realign my thoughts. Eventually, these brief moments of disengagements became equally, if not even more joyful than anything I was occupied with. I also decided that I wanted to take stock of my emotions and assess the reasons behind them through daily introspections. Through compassionate questioning, I strive to understand my own needs, my circumstances, and my current environment, and I reflect on whether my needs and my actions are meeting my values and are in alignment with the person that I am inspiring to be. Such investments have really helped me to build a better relationship with myself. They have paved the way towards my physical, mental, and spiritual health 
and have become a vessel for growth. These are my first steps to a deeper connection with myself. This makes me joyful. This is beyond the experience of a single fleeting moment. Who would ever thought that a trip to the drugstore could be so transformative? I feel fortunate to have found what makes me joyful, but discovering joy is just the beginning. We must learn to sustain the joys of our lives, the temporary and the long-lasting. In pursuing mine, I'll leave you with one critical lesson I've learned. Living in a time of insta-gratification does not always allow me to live out or extend my joyfulness. Sure, photos of our joyful moments are great. They capture and preserve the moment. Posting and sharing these moments is also wonderful because they create shared experiences. But the best way to sustain these joys is to tap into them often. Relive them by recalling them. Work towards them continuously and the joys will become constant. We hope you enjoyed this Better Living episode and that it added value to your life. All the content on this channel, including this episode, is created and managed entirely by swamis and volunteers of BAPS from around the world. Our volunteers are continuously inspired by the sincere, transparent, and selfless lives of Pramukh Swami Maharaj, the late guru of BAPS, and Mahan Swami Maharaj, the current guru of BAPS. Their character, their teachings, and their service to humanity have inspired millions of people of all backgrounds, faiths, and cultures throughout the world. They have encouraged all, regardless of one's beliefs, to live a mindful, balanced, and harmonious life. The episodes in this Better Living podcast are directly inspired by their teachings. If you enjoyed this episode and would like more content that inspires you to be better and to do better, follow us on Instagram and YouTube by searching for BAPS Better Living. Thanks again for choosing to spend your time with us today.